I think that everybody should open up their horizons and always be open to learning because not everybody knows everything about anything. Hello and welcome to a chat with Elliot and Matt with myself, Elliot Bibby. And myself, Matt Lamb. So if you are new here, myself and Matt chat about a random thing that's happened to us this week, a business or work-related thing and a personal thing that has happened to us in the past week. So uh, Matt, what would you like to start with this week? I'm going to give you the choice. What would you like to start with? Your work-related thing, your personal thing or your random thing? We are week 13 as well. Week 13 of the podcast, we've been, we've done 12 weeks already. Week 13, take it away. We are, we are fairly being committed to these. I, I do like it because I know that we're like putting the time aside just for these. So it's good. Um, so let's just start in chronological order. Like we always do, let's start with personal. Let's get cracking. On week one and week two, you said to me, you know, what are you going to do this week? And I said I was going to buy a flat a way back in week one. And I did. And, and I laughed because I was just like, There's, that's quite a big statement. And if you go back yeah. to those episodes and, of the podcast and listen, you'll hear me go, what? Buy a flat? You, you can't surely do that. Because Elliot didn't actually know that I was actually going to be buying a flat that week. And I did. Um, and now today, on the 31st of March, we are moving into this flat. And it is truly wonderful. It's like a brand new flat, new carpets, new washing machine new oven that will never be used and it's just splendid so yeah the stresses and strains of that british you know on the phone to certain companies with the name british has been fun and for two and a half hours and other organizations that will rename nameless but it's uh yeah it's, it's a bit of a process especially i feel as though the podcast listeners have been through this journey with us which has been truly amazing so it's uh, it's great to it's great to now finally say I've moved in and that song as it goes with Flowrider, Welcome to my house, the controller. That could be that could be your doorbell. Yeah, I, listen, the, well the buzzer doesn't work, so I think what they should just do is I should put a string from the window. Actually, that'd be actually amazing. String from the window, then speakers, and it just goes. I thought you were not use the words. I thought you were going to say string with a tin can on the end. Maybe like a tin can. <laughs> or it could be like a domino effect, like when they pull it, then all of a sudden there's a marble that falls onto a bouncy ball and then a bouncy ball. You, because you're an engineer, Elliot, by trade, you could engineer this. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pass on that. But we actually <laughs> okay. know what? It would be quite good to actually... Let's, we will create something like that and we'll make a video. We can make a video and post it somewhere on social media of us making some weird contraption that it, that would go viral i tell you that would go viral i think i think we should do it like i think we should do it from we could do it from my flat to your flat i think that is a great idea maybe not as far as all the way to my house because we do live like on either side of the central belt of scotland but i think definitely we could do something in your flat with all the weird and random things that you've got we could have marbles bouncing into pots and pans and which triggers something which then pulls something else and i think we would be able to come up with something well elliot that's my personal one you know buying a flat moving into a flat and the journey now continues with 
dealing with male and being an adult. What is your personal thing this week? So my personal thing is we've had, well, we've had one birthday. Jenny, my girlfriend, getting a mention on the podcast again. It was her birthday last week, so uh, second birthday in lockdown. And, and then on Saturday, it's my birthday, which will be my second lockdown birthday. So I just thought I would mention them as two little personal things um, just because they're personal, aren't they? Your birthday is very personal to you and it's another one in lockdown. But you know what? We went a little walk along to Portobello along the seafront onto the beach and we had a TLC of the prom. So TLC stands for the Little Chart Room which is a restaurant in Edinburgh and they've set up a little stall on the seafront and they sell some pretty amazing food. So if you check out on Instagram TLC on the prom and you can see some of the stuff they do. So they do oysters to take away and then they usually have two or three dishes and they change them up every week. So it only opens Thursday to Sunday, although I think they are opening up now pretty much every day due to the demand. They've been so busy, but I had uh, the most juiciest cheeseburger thing and Jenny had a flatbread, like a mushroom flatbread thing. But anyway, we walked along there and had, uh, she had a Prosecco and I had a a beer from the London Beer Factory. There now my f- new favourite beers, London Beer Factory. Please sponsor the podcast to the London Beer Factory. I shout you out. I even put them up, put that up on my Instagram story, and they reposted it. So if you are have managed to find your way to the podcast somehow via the link in my bio, maybe they just might. Somebody just might have listened to it, and they might hear this cry for a sponsorship. Just send me some free beer. If anybody else would like to sponsor the podcast relating to cheese or bread for the cheese toasties, then please do get in touch. But anyway, that was a, so we uh, we went a little walk there, had a mini picnic on the beach because it was a nice day for her birthday, and then we had a Zoom party at night. Um, and yeah, so it's my birthday on Saturday, and I think we're going to do the same, to be honest. So yeah, I just thought I'd mention on the podcast as a personal thing, just as a little milestone. As for the second lockdown birthday. Funny thing, actually, I did actually have a little look online for things to do for lockdown birthdays. And there wasn't really that much to do apart from doing a Zoom quiz or... And then I was like, oh, well, I do Zoom magic shows. So maybe that's why I was getting so many bookings over the past year because there isn't really much else you can do, really. So maybe that's why I've been quite busy. So I think people will probably now get even more creative knowing that they could have another three months of their Zoom, uh, of their second lockdown birthday. So, you know, whether whether it's like a, I don't know, like a social distance puppet show in the back garden for kids or, you know, or a, a magic show that's across the driveway, you know, like actually you could do, go a magic show on tour, social distance. It's a good show actually. Never actually thought about it. Maybe we should have a brainstorm after this podcast about how I can take my magic to people's driveways. Sounds exhilarating. <laughs> I don't, I'll don't. i be honest, I don't think my brain can take anything tonight. I mean, I'm just going to, Elliot, describe how I look tonight. You look as fresh as a daisy. <laughs> as a daisy that's been stamped on by a horse galloping through a field of rain and thunder. How's that for a... Because you have just moved into your new flat and to be honest, when... 
<clears throat> when I moved into this flat, I actually moved like two boxes in and then had to run off to, in fact, I didn't even move two boxes. I just had to drive the, the van with everything in it to the new flat and then just was like, see you later, guys. And you know, a few of our friends actually unloaded everything because I had to go off and perform at a wedding. And when I came back a few hours later, everything had all been unpacked up and down three flights of stairs. So thank you very much to my friends that did that, unloaded the flat for me. So yeah, I, I don't really know. I can't really, don't really know where you're coming from, to be honest. So Well, I feel as though I'm coming from somewhere of knackered proportion of so yes so yes we can have a brainstorm when my brain wants to reconnect with my head right elliot thanks very much for telling me about your birthday i'm glad you've reminded me so can you tell me no that's what i said and and you just put your hands in your head and it was almost as if you'd completely forgotten that it was my birthday but i know i thought no friend that you wouldn't have forgotten no I thought it was Monday. I knew it was the third, but I thought it was Monday. So, Elliot, thank you very much for telling us about your birthday adventures in the second lockdown. Now, can you tell us about your work-related topic this week? Uh, yeah, so my business work-related thing is I've still continued to do these Zoom shows, and this week I actually did... Uh, a few Zoom for some London law firms. So three different groups of lawyers. That was a lot of fun because a good friend of mine, um, Stuart, his name is, his wife, Alicia, is a lawyer and she is one of my biggest critics. So if we've got this little thing where I say, if I can perform a routine or a trick and it gets past Alicia, it's like the Alicia test. So that's sort of what went through my head when I was performing to everybody. They're all just scrutinizing every single detail, every single move that I was, but I got some amazing feedback from them. So I was very happy with that on the Zoom shows. And uh, and then I did another show for uh, a scout group. So it was they actually put everything together. So they had the beavers, the cubs and the scouts. And uh, I used to be a scout, boy scout myself uh, for a couple of years. And it got me thinking about the, the motto. So the scout motto, which is be prepared. And that was Robert Baden-Powell. They wrote that in the, what do you write it in again? The the scout. I, don't, I, I was never in it. I was never in oh, it. Right, you weren't in it. Were you in Boys Brigade? I was in nothing. Oh, right. <laughs> I so, went to karate once. Oh. So you're good at the old self-defense? Yeah, no, but I peed the floor in my first session, so <laughs> I never went back. No. Oh, well, so you did karate for one lesson. Yeah. So Robert Baden-Powell, who created the Scouts, put in his book that the motto of the Scouts is be prepared. And I took a quote from the internet, and what he meant by be prepared was that you are always in a state of readiness in mind and in body to do your duty so as a boy scout you're always looking out for people and just being ready on the ball and i actually thought about that and i was like you know what i am actually always ready i'm always looking out i'm ready to jump on a certain situation if something's about to happen or i've sort of foreseen something an issue that might happen if i'm walking in the supermarket and i go yeah actually you know what that person looks a bit dodgy and then i'll walk around the aisle and they're shoveling like 
loads of steaks into like a rucksack. And I'm like, yeah, I knew they were a bit dodgy. And then you go in like a, but initially when I thought that, oh, they look a bit dodgy, why are they doing that? Then, and then I would sort of think, right, okay, if this situation arises, like that they are like a shoplifter or something, then where would I go to like to the nearest security? And I would, in my head, I would work out this whole plan of, right, I'm going to go straight to there. And then you'd run in the corner and you would see them. And okay, right, I can actually now take this plan into action. And got me thinking, I was like, maybe that has actually come from when I was a young child in the, the beavers and the cubs and the scouts. And I've always been prepared. Like when we're recording this podcast right now, if, for example, my mic was to like just stop working, I've got like a backup plan so that we can carry on recording this or if something was to happen. So I've always got contingency plans for stuff. I thought it was quite an interesting thing. I either think that you will be prepared, which I think probably is actually a true evidence of what you used to be involved in and you've always now been prepared for it. But I actually know either that or you just watch too many 007s. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I've watched too many episodes of 24 Hours in Police Custody or line of duty or these types of programs new new series of line of duty have you watched that no i never watched it sorry i know we're live and we love recording podcasts live but the dog has just ran up to the top floor and she's running about outside and all i can hear is no 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 don't do that don't do this so i don't know what she's doing but i just thought i'd tell the listeners that there's a dog run about my it's our dog it's family dog. I was about to say, is it your dog or is it yeah no it's a yeah, it's thorn um, so yeah, I've never actually I've met Martin Compton, but uh, Compton, but I've never actually uh, watched Lane and Jay. That's so. actually Jenny's celebrity crush. I I've got a photo with him. I'll send it to him. If you could know him personally, or did you just meet him on a? No, but someday I do know knows him personally. How would you need? It'd be really good if you could get like a little video message from him, just saying like, "Merry Christmas, Jenny," or "Happy Birthday, Jenny." And I could just reuse that in a year's time when it's her birthday. It would have been really good if I'd known this information last week. I'll message and see. They might say no because he's busy with filming. If anybody else would like a personal shout out from... No, no, Ellie Bowie or Matt Lamb. Then we're on Cameo and we charge £4.95. It goes towards us putting on this podcast every week. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. Do you have anything else to say on the Scouts? Be prepared. Nope. No, apart from the fact that my door just opened. No, but be prepared for the door opening and not knowing what's behind it. Yeah, so, no, I think it's really cool. That's a very interesting point about not knowing what's on the other side of a door. You know, people talk about, hey, we're going to take this into next next week's episode. We're going to talk about doors opening and closing. Door metaphorically and also in real life. So, listeners, stay tuned for that. I'll leave you on a little cliffhanger about doors. That'll be next week's episode. Episode 14 will just be entitled Doors. Doors. I actually do have a lot of things that I've, I've wrote poems and stories about doors, so we'll definitely be doing that. So, Matthew, what is your work or business-related thing this week? So, my work one is that I've been a dissertation supervisor now for students from, you know, from, from September, and it's been great. Now their dissertations are about to be handed in in that process of seeing how they have engaged with literature, engaged with learning, engaged with everything has just been fantastic. And it's a really exciting thing to see them producing something that's truly um, wonderful. And it's been a great insight into seeing learning about Bundesliga or learning about sport governance and anxiety, anxiety in sport and swimmers and 
it's just fantastic. So um, yeah, I just can't wait to see the students really just walk away and know that they didn't just deliver a dissertation, but they actually delivered change to industry or to a sport and, and have that passion. So it's been a great process and now we're, we're almost at the end of it. So how many students have you been sort of coaching that have so, your dissertations? Yeah, so I've got eight. So I've got eight who I meet like every month and we go through everything. And it's it's quite intense having eight because that's quite that's quite a lot of dissertations and a lot of topics I've got to learn. Um, but now, um, but then on top of that, of course, I teach a whole module that's 49 students. So, uh, so on the same day, I've got their report coming in and the dissertations coming in. So that's going to be a fun week. Um, but it's uh, yes, but it's good because I'm in a positive position of being able to inspire the next generation of education. So that's the way I look at it. So yeah, I can't wait to to see what they all come with. But that was my that was my business one this week was to really understand and appreciate the fact that we we you know these students have put in the heart and souls and and just and and I'm about to mark them and see how they do. Shout out to Matt students. I don't think they'll be listening to you. I need that clap just for marking them, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, so as well as them, as you've shown your sort of appreciation to them and them sort of working so hard, that's obviously down to your teaching as well. And have you, you must have got quite a lot, like you said, you've learned about like the Bundesliga and each individual topic. I mean, all eight of them, you have learned quite in depth talks on all different events, but then also the other 49 people that you teach as well, they must come back with some questions and other stuff as well, which sort of furthers your learning. So I think in terms of the way in which you think that you're teaching them quite a lot, you must be learning an awful lot as well. You do, and you really have to, as a lecturer, you can never be, and I say this, and a lot of people, a lot of lecturers don't say this in my own opinion, you you have to be open to learning from the students. You have to appreciate what they see and how they interpret things because it's different. You can't, it's not a one-way conversation here, education. It's two-way and you've got to have your eyes and ears open for what you can see and what you can hear. Also what you can feel to an extent as well because students sometimes will totally just turn off if they don't feel as though they're being engaged in a way that's particularly strong to their way of education as such. So I just think that we, um, it's just been a great process of learning and a great process of enjoying the teaching and the feedback I've always had has always been positive and energetic enthusiasm is always two words that come up. But that's not just for me to be energetic enthusiasm. Instead, that's about me saying to them, you can be this in your career. You can do that. Go and be both of these. So yeah, it's been a great, it's been a great journey. So we'll see where it goes next. I think you're absolutely right that anybody in, their line of work will it's not just all about teaching people going oh do this do this you do have to learn from others as well like everybody can learn something i'm a strong believer of that a friend of mine actually stephen blair who is a regular listen to this podcast he listens uh, every week religiously he's a fellow magician and he has a youtube channel here's a little plug for him <laughs> plug for Stephen Blair's YouTube channel. He has just started making YouTube videos uh, all about his life. So he has three main topics that he talks about. So he's a massive wrestling fan, he's a big magic fan, and also he uh, loves going to the gym. So that's his three main things that he does videos on. So like the top three magic tricks to teach yourself or the top four gym moves or I don't know. But anyway, go and check out his thing because he listens every week. 
So that was what I've seen. I've actually watched his videos and I've learned quite a lot about uh, little bits of magic that I would never even pick up on. And he's sort of taught me. So I think that everybody should open up their horizons and always be open to learning um, because not everybody knows everything about anything. No, definitely not. I do agree with you. Um, I just, and I also think that even when you get to a certain age or a certain status in the world, you should always understand there's always someone that knows a richer experience than you. So I, uh, yeah, fully think that that's amazing. Okay, so Matt, do you want to take it away with your random thing this week? So Elliot, I want to talk about my new fascination in the last week about the ever given ship. Now everyone will know that the ever given ship was the ship that was stuck in the Sioux Canal and it was the ship that caused the trading world to go bananas to an extent that crude oil doubled in price because of you know there was trans transport issues. Syria almost went into a crisis of fuel shortages. There was luxury cars that were stuck. There was livestock that stuck. There was everything. So my one random thing this week is how I spent four days reading everything there was to read and then everything there was to learn about the Suez Canal when I should have been doing PhD. And if my supervisors are listening, I do apologize. Sorting out my flat, doing everything like that. And instead, instead, Elliot, instead, I was learning that that there's a maximum legal limit to how many ships go through the Sioux Canal a day, which is 110. The maximum is 86 that was ever went through, which was in 2019 on one day. And there is average between 50 and 60 usually a day, but legally they can only do 110 a day through the Sioux Canal. Currently there's 400 ships stuck. So yes, they have moved the ship for anyone that's interested. So why did you take such an interest in it? Was it, why did that stick out to you from an events perspective? I'm intrigued so wasn't, to know why you found so, it so interesting. You spent four days of your life reading up and about it. So, Sky News had an article about it, and it was they had at the bottom of the article they had an image, and it was from Vessel Finder. So I jumped on Vessel Finder, and Vessel Finder then reminded me of Flight Tracker, which I used to use when I was traveling around the world. And it kind of brought me back because I haven't had adventure in the last 18 months. It brought me back to this idea of like just adventuring around ships. Now, if you've never done it earlier, I tell you, take 20 minutes of your life and just pick random ships, see where they're going, see what they look like, see what they're carrying. And I promise you, you will thank me after it because it is utterly hilarious. And I just love the fact that, you, that there's just these ships. And me, me and my mate, he then phoned me when I sent him a screenshot and he was like, oh my God, what is this? And then he was like, have you seen this ship and this ship? And there's three cruise ships in Glasgow that are currently sitting there in Glasgow and the River Clyde. And literally you can pinpoint where they are and when they're possibly going to be leaving because they were put there because of the, the pandemic. So then I then started reading about the Suez Canal and reading about Evergiven and Evergreen and the company and and you know and who owns them and who doesn't own them who they're substitute and it's just amazing if you look at the flags as well of where all these ships are from you won't even recognize them because of tax havens or the ships are from states and not countries i'm telling you spend 20 minutes of your life do it right now everyone get on the vessel finder and you'll thank me yesterday you can even like you know calmac has like the ships to Dunoon and all this kind of stuff literally all these wee ships are just like on this map it's a proper and there's an app and everything 
I might actually look into that because I love stuff like that and <laughs> I, I need to waste some more time in my life looking at random ships and where they go so i'll do that but just talking oh, about once that. was a ship i'm going to see the name of the ship was a billionaire <laughs> oh well elliot that was my one random fact now we're going to sail upon to yours what's your one random fact on this wavy turbulent but amazingly smooth sailing podcast so my one random thing this week is it's a it's another quote now we've not done quotes for a while but this is two quotes and it was actually my dad that sent me these and he said oh this might be something interesting that you might want to mention on the podcast so i have thanks thanks dad thanks mr booby <laughs> yeah so i've uh, i thought you know what i will mention these because they are very interesting so they're sort of along the same lines the first one is from david shrigley you should do what you said you were going to do that one time before you got all tired and then got super busy and pretty much forgot. You really should. Well, that's quite inspiring, isn't it? Because lots of people, like we, we're always rushing through our lives. And this is something my great-granddad said, who's no longer here, but he said, why is everyone rushing through their lives? Everyone is rushing through. Why, why are you rushing through your lives? You don't need to rush through. Just enjoy time right now in the moment you've got nothing to rush to and i think lots of people are always rushing through their lives they don't live in the moment so that was the first quote and the second one is from john lennon now my dad's originally from liverpool so see the, the beatles reference here life's what happens when you're making other plans interesting that, isn't it deep it's very, very deep because it is and they sort of go hand in hand together because Life, what's life's what happens when you're making other plans? So you're trying to make other plans with anything, and you just for, sort of forget that you just need to live in the moment and just observe everything around you, take everything you've got for granted, like what we mentioned a couple of weeks ago about taking everything for granted, like your job. If you've got a job, you take that for granted, and you shouldn't really moan that you've got a job. We won't go, won't go off onto that rant again, but I think, I think too many people just they're always striving for oh i'm going to do this in 10 years time well that's all very well and good but and i think people should plan ahead and try and have a little bit of financial security if you're going to do that but i think people should really just live in the moment because you don't know how long you've got i mean i could i don't want to say it, but you, you could, i could walk out and get hit by a bus tomorrow and not ideal that but <laughs> i would be i would be happy with the life i've done the i think you know i mean it's like I, I know what you mean. I, I quite like that point, actually. Any thoughts on either of those quotes? Yeah, I think the second one, I mean, the life, you know, Life's life what is happens. what you live. Life yeah. what happens when you're making other plans. I think that idea of plans, like we all have diaries, but we also, we don't cherish the moment that was within that moment of our life and instead we have a diary which says these are future plans instead we don't really celebrate the current plan the current yeah, thing we're the current... All trying to make other plans with other people or we're trying to set up yeah. things to do this and then you're you're going oh no i can't meet up with you sorry i've already got this meeting or this plan i've already arranged yeah, this so i can't meet up with you just now if you've like imagine if it's been a lovely evening tonight so imagine i'd said to jenny oh let's go out let's go along a walk a romantic walk on the beach i say well i can't do that because i've got 
three Zoom shows this evening and then I've got to record the podcast with Matt. So because I've made these plans, which I suppose is work at the end of the day, so I sort of kind of need to do it to pay the bills. But if I hadn't have made these plans, then I would have been able to do a spontaneous thing like that and lived in the moment. And that's interesting because living in that moment and living in that, like, but in the other respect though, spontaneous moments sometimes come are more are are more kind of wonderful if they're not within the plans whereas if you were to do spontaneous things all the time it would just be mundane whereas going on a romantic walk suddenly that's out with the boundaries of normality and this is where it comes into my doctor of philosophy i was told this week i had to think more philosophical so here we go when we go outside the boundaries of normality and possibilities we are then on this spontaneous land and lane of traffic. But if we do that all the time, that becomes normality as such. So yeah, don't live life normal all the time. Be spontaneous sometimes. And that is the bottom line. <laughs>